Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Football then and now. A fun look at football nostalgia and the modern game intertwined. Join us. Well, welcome back. This is episode four of Football Then and Now. And joining me is my co-host and cousin, Chris Hume. As we take a look at players for the opposition, you love watching at your ground. Quite a wordy title, that one. But hey-ho, I couldn't think of anything shorter. But we've had comments for this. Because mm-hmm. some, of, some of the lads, Chris, have obviously been to United, Liverpool, on the big European nights. So they got to see some iconic players. And Andy Morland has seen the great Zizou and he's seen a man we spoke about in the previous episode, Gabriel Batistuta. So, yeah, your your thoughts on Zizou, mate? What what can you say about Zidane other than world-class? The guy, you know, just oozed class, Stuart, from Juventus to Madrid. And he scored some important goals, you know, for both clubs, as well as you see in that picture. You've got them there. And in, in uh, is that France night? Is that France? It is. It is France 98. Yeah, yeah. You're right, mate. Um, you know, look at him. He single handedly in that World Cup final took, you know, the game by the scruff of his neck and absolutely obliterated Brazil, didn't he? Okay, well, obviously, we had issues with R9, didn't we, in that game? Um, but there's nothing. Bad you can say about this man, other than maybe the headbutt of Matarazzi. But hey, if you're going to go out, you're going to go out the way you want to, aren't you? But world class, absolutely. You know what I mean? I suppose, actually, he's higher than world class, isn't he? You know what I mean? He's higher than elite. There's not a a league you can put his style in because he was that good. Saw Zidane score a worldy free kick at Old Trafford was tremendous. So, yeah, just, man, what a pleasure that would have been to have seen him at, at Goodison at some point to see him in the flesh because it, it's just totally different, isn't it? You, you watch him on TV and you can see all angles and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. when you get to see him, you know, in, in person, it's just incredible. He he was 
oh my word, just how good. And he and he got better and better, didn't he? And yeah, with age, yeah, with age, do it. And not a lot of players do that. And he, he, you know, I mean, I, he didn't have to retire when he did either. You know, it was just absolutely brilliant. Once he got to Madrid, then you know, they had all the stars, the Galacticos, yeah. didn't they? You know, he mm. probably still stood out as the top man, didn't he? Even with Figo, even with Figo. So as soon as I think people probably say, hold on a minute, Ronaldo. But I would I would put him on a pedestal at Pete Galactico's time there that he was the, the kingpin. Yeah, because you gotta remember, you know, who who was supplying our nine with goals. You know what I mean? I know you say Luis Figo was there, but Zidane was playing behind Ronaldo. You know, I know we could play on the left wing, but you mean you more saw Zidane in that sort of 10-8 role, don't you? Where he can he can sit in, but he can also, you know, play as a number 10. I, I think he, I put him in the same pedestal with Ronaldo when we come to, you know, Galatico's back then. But they had a world-class team. It was like, you know... the. Was it the glow trop- troppers from flipping basketball when they just have like all the amazing skills? That's what Real Madrid were back then. They had a hell of a team, but That's again, good. Stuart, that's more than says about the free kick. His free free kick um, was at Rooney's first um, international. Always remember when we were beating one 0 for so long, and he had that, that free kick and to make it two one to France. And he banged it. In in defence, in defence, England actually probably had the better of that game as well. They threw that game yeah. away, really. And and France still had the players, didn't they, even in 2004? That yeah. was crazy, crazy. Do you know what? It, it, it was effortless with Zizou, wasn't it? It's just effortless. But still, it, the skill, amazing. The the volley the volley against Leverkusen in the final, if it happened. Yeah. Yeah, I've brilliant. never seen a ball struck like that. You know, before or 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 after, the the goal was just—it's iconic, isn't it? You always see it. It was just everything. He just had everything, didn't he? And it's weird that Steve McManaman's played with him. <laughs> Steve McManaman lasted longer than I thought in Madrid. Actually, he was there for a while. A lot longer than Beckham, the Owens, and the Woodgates. Also, also, I'm coughing here. Also, um. Andy has said, also seen Batastuta score a rocket from behind the goal when Fiorentina visited. We've obviously spoken about Batastuta. We'll just do it quickly yeah. again because it's reiterating what we said a couple of weeks ago. Um, fantastic that Moreland got to see him. Yeah. Again, really. just it was any number of goals, wasn't it? He could, he could outside the box, in the box, stayed with Fiorentina when they got relegated as well in 93. Gone anywhere, could have gone anywhere, stayed with them, gotten back up. Um, Fantastic, fantastic player, and again, would have loved to have watched him. Yeah, most definitely. I, I mean, I can't say any more than what we said previously about uh, Gabriel Balastuta, but um, Andy Mullen, a very lucky man. Absolutely. Well, we've spoken about Balastuta, so I'm going to yes. move us. I'm just going to move us along, mate. Um, Steash, quite a short answer, short and sweet. That's how he likes it. Opposition teams. He's a Liverpool fan as well. I'd say Rivaldo. So I'm assuming he was either there for the Barcelona games or he was there for the Olympiacos game where they got through yeah, to see Rivaldo. I mean, Barcelona came quite a bit, didn't they, to Anfield at the time? Luka yeah. Modric and Sergio Aguero. So we'll start off with Rivaldo. Chris, again, what a player. Uh, yeah, again. Um, you know, minus that whole World Cup thing and he got, you know, that 
really shamed his character, didn't it? You know, when he got kicked in the in the legs, all the shins of the ball, he went down all in his face. That was a bit of a shame to show that sort of snidey character he was. But put that aside, terrific Stuart. And he could play on the left wing. He could play as a number ten. He could play up front. And he was he wasn't also a, he wasn't ever fast one Stuart, but he had a football IQ that was up there. He knowed how to manoeuvre a ball, manoeuvre defenders out the way. And he is another one, Stuart, that could score anywhere. Um, but I think he peaked quite late, didn't he? And then he sort of fizzled out, didn't he? And then ended up, in, I think he ended up in Brazil towards the end of his career. Um, but he was he was really, really good. Um, reminds me of uh, when we played Brazil in the, is it the 2002 uh, is oh, it the finals. Oh, my days. Like the... And, and again, a game where England actually had a good go. You know, and I keep bringing England up in these, but it's just like you, you know what I mean. I think, I think Brazil had one of the best teams there. You know, you had the peak with Ronaldinho as well. It was having it was having the individual talent which they all had, like Ronaldinho. Yeah. Ronaldinho came to the fore in that tournament, didn't he? Yes, most definitely. But that 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 style, it's just artistry, and it's like Rembrandt. You know, it, they've just got it. They've just got it. He was he was brilliant. Rivaldo did all right at Olympiacos, actually. I more more you know like you're saying he came in later. Yeah, he um, did. He, when I saw him for Olympiacos in the Champions League, you know it was all through him. Yeah, but he, he was. I mean, I'd say I'm. I'm going to be horrible to him and dis, discredit Rivaldo because I, I do like Rivaldo, but I don't wouldn't class him as a world class. Right. Probably just just below, just below. Yeah, no, because I think I just think there was best of Brazilians um, round when he was played. You know, one I think did get to underlooked is Danielson, who played for Deportivo, um, left wing, fast, but then had an attitude, which unfortunately some of these good players do, don't they? But I, I preferred Danielson over Rivaldo. I think with Danielson, it just it didn't quite happen at club level, did it? In the end, I think that's what where the drop off was with him. Yeah, after Deportivo, because he was really good at Deportivo. I can't remember where he went after Deportivo. He was at Betis, wasn't he? And he went to Betis as well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't. It's one of them, isn't it? Because you see these Brazilians that come in and they're like meteor, aren't they? They're hot and fast, but they burn out. Some of them burn out really, really quickly, and then that's it. You don't see them. You know, one obviously not in the list of ashes there, but as we talked about, Adriano again it had all the ability in the world. Yeah, I mean, to be better than Ronaldo. Yeah, he's the second coming of Ronaldo. He's going to do this. He's going to do that. Definitely. And he was fantastic on his day. He was. Yes. He was. He was absolutely superb. He really was. Ash also says <coughs> Luka Modric. So he's obviously been when they've either against Spurs in the league, I would imagine, or when he's when he was at Madrid. So again, for a guy with that stature, look, he's diminutive, isn't he? He's smaller. And what he was able to do again, you know, centrally, yeah, is quite is quite amazing, isn't it, for a guy his size? Well, you look what he did at Tottenham before he went to Madrid. Um, he ran lots of the shows. You know, what I mean, obviously, he, was he, did he play alongside Ericsson? I'm sure he did play alongside Ericsson, didn't he at the time? Did Modric? Wasn't that out of the Gareth Bale money he bought? Luka Modric? Or was that before? I think Modric was there already. He was already there when Bale was there, I'm sure of it. He I was for a season or two. You look at when he played for Croatia. Um, I can't remember which was it. 
Might be in um, World Cup 2018. Yes, and he they ran did the show. really well, didn't they? Yeah, he ran the show. We look at club level, though. You know, he's he's reaching nearly 40 now, and he's still playing. And Carlos Ancelotti is still begging him to stay. It just shows you the quality of a player. You know, even when he's you know past his peak. To, you know, you know, we both know how what well, everyone knows how amazing Ancelotti is. You know, and he's begging him to stay. And I know, I know he's not now, and I think he's retiring, isn't he? Or is he leaving? One or the other. But um, he's world class, Stuart. He, he knew how to pass a ball, a spray it left, right, and knew how to do inside. Could score some bangers every once in a while. I think we saw more of it in Spain than we did in uh, in England when he played for Tottenham. Different setup, isn't it? You know where Real Madrid uh, got all these talent where he can showcase the skills where I think with Tottenham is a di- you know what I mean Bale was the man everyone looked at when you when you watched you know Tottenham back in the day when Modric was there but he absolutely outstanding Tony Cruz being with him as well I think that's been integral to them you could argue probably the best central midfield partnership over the last 10 15 years yeah Tony and Cruz is Tony amazing. Cruz has actually come out of uh, international retirement Hasn't he? Well, the, tour- the tournaments in Germany. So I suppose he's looked at it. He thought, I can, I can come out of retirement here. It's in Germany. Um, so uh, yeah, it's them two together. Them, to go, is it? Yeah. But that number of years, Chris, together, and you know, centrally, and still going like like you like you said, the age of them doesn't stop, does it? Though, and I think you know, you look at Cristiano Ronaldo. I know he's playing in Saudi, but look his physique, and I know he's a, he's a fitness freak. But you look at Benzema, who's gone there and has struggled. I know that you can't really put them together. You know, they're totally different strikers. But the people who really, I think these footballers really put their mind to it and, and keep themselves at peak condition, no matter what age, they can go on for a long time. I'm not saying 40, 50, you know what I mean? I'm not being ridiculous there. But if they can reach the end of 30s, still at a top flight, you know, squad, uh, club, if they're mind frame and... You know, I mean, the peak condition like Ronaldo's, like the Modric, like the Tony Cruz's, can keep going for a long time. You know, goalkeepers were the ones that everyone you always know that would last till like you know 38, 39. But you know, you're seeing it now with these elite players that you know they're in peak phys- physical condition at their age, yeah, and still outbesting Stuart the youngsters that Real Madrid bought in. Camavinga, you know, amazing talent. Two amazing. Can't, can't, can't budge these two out the way. I think like the the advancements in sports science as well. Yes, uh, you know, players right. last longer. Just think where that's going to be, where sports science will be in another decade, twenty years. It, it it just it's crazy. It's it's otherworldly, isn't it? Yeah. And he finally for stay it is Sergio Aguero. Now we can say from Football Manager, signing him before he obviously came. Um, he was in Spain, wasn't he? After Argentina and then into the Prem, but. This guy, they got it right on Football Manager, which they you know do, don't they, with the world class players? Yeah, um, but what yeah. what a career! Again, just superb, absolutely superb, fantastic player. Uh, we we got to see him actually, didn't we? Yes, we, we did get to see him as well. So yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, just you know, I mean, the end of his his story, you know, as a football player is really sad, isn't it? You know, he gets that big move he wanted to pass. So, you know, to finish his career off, which that's fantastic. And, you know, he's done everything at City. And just it's a shame that, you know, everything went downhill, you know, for his body and his heart. I think it was his heart, wasn't it, that was 
the the issue, or well, I think it was something along those lines. You know, and he didn't really even get to kick a ball at Barcelona the day before, or that you know sort of derailed his career. But yeah, this guy could score goals left, right, and centre. And yes, from football manager, you knew him from Atletico Madrid, yeah. like Falcal, uh, Higuain, and you know, not saying that Higuain played for Atletico Madrid, but. You know that that um, array of Argentinian players you go hunt for on football manager and him, uh, yeah, Aguero was up there. But when he came to the Prem, I was so excited. You know, being a football manager fan and people were like you know they laugh and joke people who play it like. But when you invest your time with these players that you've bought on the game, and they come, you know what I mean, and they come good in real life, and then they come to the, say the Prem where you can watch them week in week out, and you know actually watching him. And you know, I'm, I'm a fan because yeah, he's 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 a world class player. It doesn't matter who he's playing for, but you're more. I feel that you're more invested when you play football manager and, and you see these kids coming through and then finally making it on the big stage. Because was, you know, what I mean, you've bought them so many times, and you you know, what I mean, it's your it go to. Same or, with Tevez, it was the same with yeah. Tevez. He was at Boca on Championship Manager before Mascherano as well. Yeah, yeah, and it, it does. I'd say I don't know. If I'd said 99 times out of 100, those players do come to the fore. Maybe it's probably a bit too high because sometimes... Yeah, it's the odd one. It's the odd yeah. one. Chris, Chris of a the net, you know. I think, yeah, there's, there's a few that, you know, Freddie Adu probably, you know, you can <laughs> you, you can probably ignore that you know, they, they pumped up really high, but they did in America as well anyway. Moving on, Dan Hughes, Man City fan. Dan, I'm not getting into a dispute about points, FFP. We didn't do that on episode three. We were quite good about City and the players. It's not necessarily their fault that you haven't had your points deduction and had your day in court. But I know you've seen <laughs> some fantastic players. And as you say here, I said best two performances I've seen was Thierry Henry at Main Road. They battered us 5-0 or 5-1. We all applauded him when he came off the pitch. So here he is, the great Thierry Henry there, Chris. World class, elite level. You put him up with Ronaldo. Prolific, score goals are plenty. Score goals anywhere you want him to score. He might have cheated against Republic of Ireland that time for France. But um, as a player for Arsenal, you know, you destroyed a lot of teams. And you're talking about teams like United, the Liverpools, the Chelsea's. Obviously, you're saying about Man City then, but Man City were. You know, were, were a small club before they got brought out when they got battered. You know, at Main Road, and no, you know, no disrespect there, Dan. Um, we know what it's like to be battered by clubs now. Um, but yeah, what a what a player, Stuart. And he's come up. He came up with so many different goals. The pace as well, Stuart. The skill, the knowledge, everything with, uh, with Thierry Henry. You know, I mean, he hasn't translated it into managers like you know, like like you know, a lot of players can't. But uh, yeah, he's one of them. When you watch Premiership years, you you appreciate what you saw. Do you know what I mean? For the Prem and having all these class players, he's one that will always stand out for me because he was just amazing. He was a good talker as well, Stuart. Very, you know, what I mean, happy go lucky guy, wasn't he? Renault adverts. Renault. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, for a bold man, he's a good-looking man as well. You know, some some guys rock the bold. This is why I've got a hat on because I can't face it. But that's something separate. But yeah, just like you said, the you can always borrow some of mine, mate. I've got plenty. The Nike, the Nike advert as well, Chris. He, you know, he did in the house, wasn't it? Playing football, yeah. 
Uh, just absolutely brilliant. And he's not bad on the punditry for CBS, actually. The clips I see, he's quite good on the punditry. I know he's been... He's going to have knowledge, though, isn't he, Stuart? You know, assistant manager to Roberto Martinez as well. He's done bits and pieces, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, the, goal, the goal against United, mate, where Bartes was slightly out. When he chested it and then volleyed it. Oh, my it. God. Yeah. 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 Mate, that, that is my favourite goal by him. It was the curl. It was the curl yeah. when it left his oh, foot. My, it we, bent, we knew there was enough space where Bartes had come out to have the wherewithal, uh, you know... Just unbelievable finish, unbelievable that guy, mate. It's just and a pleasure, and everybody liked him. I think yeah, he's he, a nice guy, though. That that was fine, though. Spurs fans, you know, all that rivalry, but everyone respected Thierry, didn't they? Yeah, because he, you know, I mean, of course you can have a bit of banter left and left and right with opposition and rival teams, like. But he was a nice guy. You know what I mean? I think he felt sorry for beating some teams sometimes. You know what I mean? You say about the United goal. His goal when Arsenal beat Real Madrid 1-0 at the Bernabeu, when he pretty much ran the length of the pitch and then slotted it, you know, in, I think on the right-hand corner. Uh, and then that's incredible. Players don't do that to massive well, elite teams. And also, I think Wenger, Wenger obviously had him at Monaco. And yes. Juvent, Juventus played him out wide, didn't they? Yeah. And, and it looked like he, was, it, he wasn't going to cut the mustard. There was a lot of hoopla, wasn't there? He's going to be this player... Um, you know, Wenger, Wenger had had him as, as a youngster at Monaco. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Mm-hmm. Right, you're a striker. You're not playing out, because it just did not It did not work. I, I remember watching him for you, Ray, thinking, he's a dud, this lad. This lad's not going to cut it in the top leagues. Um, but my God, what... Wenger, Wenger knew, didn't he? He had that six cents with him. But did he go to Arsenal for like so 14.5 million? And, you know, you look at what he turned out to be. Can you can you put in your mind now, if you're looking at Terry Omri in this current era, how much would you think he'd, he'd make, well, the club would make selling him now? It'd be, the, it'd be world record fee. It'd be two. I'm just trying to think, obviously... <sighs> What what would what is Mbappe's value? And obviously contracts and stuff like that. But Mbappe, you'd clear two hundred mil, wouldn't you? Uh, this is my problem, like, and I think Mbappe's amazing. Don't get me wrong, still plays in a farmers league. You need to see Mbappe come out of a, a league that Paris Saint Germain win. We you know year in year out. And put him in in a, in a, a division which is going to test it's, him. It's it's looking highly likely he's going to go to Madrid in the summer. Well, yeah, that that was obvious. That was going to be yeah. the case. There's you know been I mean? too much and throwing, aren't there? Oh, he's going. He's leaving. It was a oh, story. No, he's new contracts. Yeah, it was a story within itself. But yeah, I going back to Thierry. It, he'd be worth two hundred million in today's market. And I I agree. I agree. And I, and I think he only left. Arsenal, because he did everything and he wanted to play for Barca, which yeah. is fine. And he did all right at Barca. You know, he did He did uh, with Eric um, Larson, Henrik Larson. You know, Johnson as well was there, yeah, wasn't he? Good, they had a good team. They had a good team. And yeah, like you say, done it all. Anyway, just closing out on Dan's. I'll read yep. it out and then I'll put the photo up. More current. 
the recent one was Jude Bellingham. Absolute powerhouse performance. So I'm assuming that was against Madrid or it could have been against Dortmund for City. Um, but here he is, the man of the moment. Uh, the man that's actually going to keep Foden from playing in that position. A lot of people have got Foden playing out wide so, so they can play Bellingham in the natural position for England in the tournament. Um, your, your thoughts on Bellingham, Chris, and just how well he's done and what it, uh, you know, how bold, how bold taking the number five jersey that Zidane made. Yeah, I know, but he's got that character, hasn't he, where it's, I'll show you, you know what I mean? This number was maybe his, I'll make it my own now. And he's got that bold sort of character, doesn't he? You know, <clears throat> how this lad <laughs> gone from Birmingham to Real Madrid just shows you the star quality of this lad. I still, to this day, don't understand why didn't any of the English teams pick mm. this pick him up before he went. Yeah, because you saw him in Birmingham, at Birmingham. He was bossing the championship, and he was making it look easy. And I don't think he was even getting out of second gear half the time. You know, he went to Dortmund and he lit up the Bundesliga. He's gone to Real Madrid and straight he stepped it up another another level. He it doesn't even, it doesn't even look like the same player that played for Dortmund. I. Sorry to jump in, bud. I did not understand at the time at Birmingham, we've retired the jersey. He was, what, 16, 17, going to Dortmund? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Retiring jerseys is a thing in America. When you go to the arenas, the arenas I've been to, and I was like, this is a bit bold, this. Why are Birmingham retiring a jersey? Well, it all makes sense now, doesn't it? Because I was the na- I was the naysayer. I was like, this, this is ridiculous. He's far too young. And... Retiring a jersey in football, soccer, isn't... You don't hear about it, do you? Well, not in, well. maybe in Euro, other European leagues, but not in our league. Um, but, you know, they knew something that we didn't at the time. And you only have to look at what he's done in this small amount of time, in his first season in La Liga with Real Madrid. And he's phenomenal. And you say about people saying about him in England and he's going to play ahead of uh, Phil Foden. Yeah. Most definitely. Phil Foden's an excellent player, um, but he's not hit the heights if Jude Bellingham has. He has not hit those heights yet. In in fairness, Foden can go out wide anyway. Yeah, he? and he can come if inside. Can anyway. I, I think it's it's as good a time as any with them two for England again, but we've had this, haven't we? Uh, God knows how many times. Golden generation. Yeah. 2004, they'll do it. 2006, they'll do it. <laughs> yeah. but, now is as good a time as any. I think with the I, I put England squad on paper. I know in practice it's a different thing when we're on the pitch. Yeah, I I I would dare say they are front runners against the other, you know, teams. France are always up there. Yeah, of course they are. Germany. Uh, I wouldn't write Germany off. Germany have not been great at all, no. really, for no. a long time. But you know what the Germans are like, Chris. Yeah, but they've got a lot of good youth players coming through. And that's mainly because, like, you know, Germany invests a lot more money in the youth setups. And I think when you look at, and I always think this, and I know we're sidetracking here, but the Germans always seem to have, you know, I mean, all these players, you see them out of teams that, you know, the, the big players are gone, you know, Real Madrid's, excuse me, the Barcelona's, the Man City's, the United's. Does it not sit really envious? And that we don't put enough in as a country 
into our youth as well as they say the Germ the Germans do with their football clubs. It, not uh, no, and they have tried to work with it. You know, St George's Park and stuff like that, and they purpose built. It's a very good facility. We're going to sort this academy stuff out. Um, yeah. No, there should be more players coming through, and some teams are better than others at bringing yeah. players through as well. But yeah, Bellingham. I think Bellingham is, if not the, you put him in the top three or five in the world at the moment, surely. And and I think he, he's the difference between England not getting it or getting it. I mean, Kane, Kane will score goals. Kane will score goals whenever. Yeah, I think it hinges on what Bellingham can do, and on his showings for Madrid this season, you'd you'd put him up there, wouldn't you? Top three. Of course you would. You know, mean he's been on fire, and. You can't doubt him. You know, and playing international football is completely different to club level. And we all know that. And we all know what England are like, as you just alluded to, the amount of propaganda we get on the telly every flipping, you know, four years. Um, but you can't pull him back. He's got to be where he is. And I think you're right. If you've got Harry Kane and Bellingham behind him, and then you go Saka Foden on the wings, maybe. Because I don't see Sterling getting in the team for England now. No. Not, a chance, you know, not not with the quality and, and what those no. lads are doing week in, week out. That's no disrespect to him. No, but he, 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 he was brilliant in the Euros the last... Yes, um, he was. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was probably the best player. Um, Tim I've, Shadow, got question, I've got a question for you. Yeah, yeah, go on. Do you think Joby Bellingham can reach any sort of level of Jude? It's, it's hard. It's going to be hard on him mentally. Isn't it? That's the tough bit. I don't think, like, physically, yes. But, and he, you know, and he looks, he's doing really well in the championship. There's no question about that. Yeah. If he listens to his brother, then it could very well, you know, it could go very well for him, couldn't it? He could be a fantastic player. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's it'll be interesting, Chris. Well, he, he could always, you know, get a, get a Real Madrid on a top on, couldn't he? And pretend to be Jude, couldn't he? Because they're, so, they're, they're so alike. You just, know what I mean? Just to come away, Tim Sherwood did his eleven. Yeah, he's got Bramthwaite at the back just to bring it. Oh yeah, what? Well, who's he? Who's he dropping out for Bramthwaite? Was it? Is he, is Harry Maguire. I think it was. You know. Yeah, I think he'll go. I know this again was sidetracking for everything, but we don't talk about Everton really on the show. No, do but we? he's been he's been the shining light. He's been. I, I think Tarkovsky and Bramsey. Yes, Tarkovsky doesn't get enough credit actually, and no, they're, they're the second highest um, central defence partnership in in stats on that. Um, however, they gauge it. They're yeah. only behind Van Dijk and Cunarte, and oh, um, and we're yeah. down we're down where we are. But we've had eight. We've had eight clean sheets. It's only well, two less than Arsenal. Well, I, I hope hopefully they, they, they take one of them. But like, you know, Brankfurt would be good for him. And you know, if we were to sell him in the summer, that only helps us. And, and the good that, thing with Brankfurt in the international sense is that he can play left side. He can play. Yes. He can play full back as well. If if Luke Shaw's not right, because they, we don't know the injury with Luke Shaw at the moment, the severity. Do we really? Um, he would take, he wouldn't he take Chil- Chilwell for that? Well, though? yeah, you got Ch- Chilwell, but I think like how how good is that that Bramthwaite can can play left back if he needs to? And he didn't he didn't look too bad in the cup um, when he had to play left back. To be fair, um, it's just it's a bit weird when you see you know a six foot five guy running on the left wing, yeah. you know, comparison to being at the back. 
But look, he's got he's an immense talent, and yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if City come in for oh, him. My mate, my mate, Luke Colwell's better than him. No, he's not. No, he's Leave not. Leave Colwell. No, yeah, I said not a fucking chance. And that's not me being partial. I'd say it if I didn't support Everton. No, I, I agree. I said Bramthwaite has been fucking like our best player. I said, no disrespect to Colwell. Bramthwaite is further along at this age than what John Stones was as well. I, I I'd agree with that too. Um, you know, look, I am not knocking Colwell. No, he's, he's a good player and he was a really good. He's not, he's not where Bramfway is. No, yeah, but, the whole, yeah, but I blame that on the whole Chelsea setup. Yeah, he don't know his best eleven. Luke Luke will tell you that though. He get he gets more frustrated, you know, because it's his club. Um, he said it's ridiculous. I said you got too many players, but I'm we're going off on a tangent. I know, here, I know. Right? We're going off on a tangent, but. Young players, wasn't it? Bramthwaite, we had to bring him in. Um, Chris, where can the viewers and listeners find you just as we close out? And we'll, we'll be on episode five very soon. Uh, I've had a brain fart then. Um, be found here 86 on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. I'm still calling it Twitter, mate. I can't call it X. I, I, it, it, sounds, it sounds like some sort of sex pill you're taking. It, it does, mate. I wonder what Elon Musk was doing there, actually, pal. I'm taking the piss, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then Instagram, uh, Van Hume 86 And then you can find me with Stuart on Football Now and Then on all social media. You can find mm-hmm. us on Big Fight Weekly's all social media as well. So that's where you can find Absolutely perfect. We have got, we're starting to do shorts on the other social medias as well. If you don't yeah. want to listen, view full episodes, I implore you to go to our YouTube channel, TikTok. We've got X. Chris Chris has set Twitter up now. So we'll have a lot of clips. I think we'll do a lot of like polls and questions on there, won't we? Yeah, so yeah. If you haven't got the time to watch a whole episode, I implore you. We, we, we're very much, we like clips as well. And it just the way of the world, it's getting time to do it. So we are across all socials now with football then and now. And we look forward to episode five, Chris, which is going to be about iconic computer games, football computer games, that is, which we've played a myriad of over the years. So we look forward to seeing you guys then, don't we, for episode five? Yeah. And I think it'll be, you know, I mean, for anybody listening to us, get in touch with your favorite games. You know, we're talking, we're not talking about. Uh, football manager, championship manager. We're going to say that for another episode yeah. because there were tons of manager games out there. But you're like your favorite FIFA, your favorite PES, mm-hmm. or you know whatever games are out there. Um, you know in the nineties in the PlayStation. You know growing up, throw it out there and we'll bring them up. Thank you for the guys that have actually said about their favorite games, which yeah. we've already got. But like Chris says, the more the merrier with that because there's so Definitely. many. And we will see you very very soon for episode five. Thank you to Apple Podcasts the football chart in Australia again, as I said in the previous episode, yeah. peaked at 64th. And then we were 130th, 140th in Great Britain in the top 250 of the football charts there as well. Thank you so, so much to our listeners. And we will see you very, very soon for episode five of Football Then and Now, a look at the old school and the new school of football. Football then and now, a fun look at football nostalgia and the modern game intertwined. Join us. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.